Check this out. Welcome, welcome to the LDA Big Show. Hockey sports, life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us. BLPA on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones. Let's get it. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest sports show in the world. Good week, everybody. How's everyone's week going? I hope you've had a great week since we were here. Look, two weeks in a row. This is almost a streak. And if we do three weeks in a row, we will be streaking. Uh, not that kind. Maybe okay. I don't. Know. We can. I don't we can. Know. I mean, to celebrate. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm in. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I say everyone to- should enjoy the show. Yeah, I mean, hey, enjoy it in the way that you, that you want to enjoy it. We're not here to dictate your enjoyment. Emphasis on dictate. And so, um, yeah, just enjoy it. So we're glad we're here. Uh, Jess is here. Kev's here. How are you guys doing today? Hey guys, how are you? How's it going? Feeling good. Feeling good. Everyone have a good week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't need to get too personal here, but I hope outside <laughs> of I hope outside of uh everything you guys had a good week. I mean, you guys get any feedback from uh from our first show together? No. Uh, yeah, positive feedback. <laughs> That's it. Okay, yeah. No, I, I you like to hear good feedback. Like I hear from from my people that 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 message me. I will talk about a little feedback here in a little bit, but first, I just want to tell you where you can find us. You can find us everywhere, basically. Uh, any social media uh, channel, you can find us at the BLPA. Uh, that's for uh, the Beer League Players Association, BLPA. So hook us, uh, check us out on there. Uh, if you interact with us, we're going to interact with you. We have a lot of people that chirp us uh, on social media channels, but you know, whatever. We're used to being chirped by now. Yeah, uh, by all means. By all means. Yeah, we embrace it. Yeah, ha- have at it. Not going to hurt our feelings. It might hurt Kev's. Are they going to hurt your feelings, Kev? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. I'm a fairly well, sensitive yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. You are. You, you seem dangerous. Just don't talk about the map or the plant, and I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing that I want to talk about. And uh, people are on you about your 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 ficus. I don't even know that's a ficus. But... I don't even know if it's a ficus. I asked the wife. She's like, I don't know what the plant is. And I'm like, all no. right. Well, I don't. I'm getting shit for having a ficus. And I just want to know no. if I had a ficus. It's like a, some kind of palm tree. I, I yeah. sold trees in college, the both kind. And, you got an uh, arborist? Oh. What? No, no, no. no. I just Wait, sold. What them. did you sell in college? Trees, you, what... both of the kinds. Like both legal? of the kinds. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Which one was better money? <laughs> uh, for legal purposes, I oh, make okay. no comment. Okay. Um, I, I, I like that. We're not trying to get anyone in trouble legally. <laughs> Obviously, um, the other kind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, you don't have to tell. Okay. We want to hear stories about that. But what we'll do is when we, when we want to have a segment about uh, not just selling illegal stuff, that's the name of the segment. Uh, we'll put you in a ski mask and we'll change your voice. So you'll sound like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, they perfect. won't even know. No one will know. Yeah. But it just, it'll, it'll still be Nick and I, but then you'll just be this ski masked voice. Right. This like person. soothing yeah. voice it, for still in bed yeah. at night. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it might still Boy. have Jess. It might still have Jess at the point. I don't know. I don't have to word. But we're going to say, this is not Jess. This is 100%. This is totally Jess. anonymous. <laughs> so, um, all right. So before we get going too far, I want to let you know that this show is brought to you by HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> HockeyWolf.com. They're beer leaguers just like you and me trying to make the game more affordable. That's what they're doing. If you need jerseys, if you need some uh, team wear, uh, some apparel, some jerseys, whatever, they got you. They even have BLPA stuff that we don't have, which is wild. 
but they're wild boys over there at Hockey Wolf. So uh, if you need something, uh, if you need some sticks, need some gloves, need whatever, uh, check out uh, Hockey Wolf. Uh, Trav's a great guy. He supports the shit out of us. So we always say support the people that support us. That's what we're doing. So HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Ow. All right. So uh, for, I gotta, I, I'm going to address this just right now. Uh, we've offended some people. We have offended them. We've done it. We didn't do it maliciously. We we made a title on a, on a on our last week's podcast, and let me just be frank: what that title was, boobies, lips, pp, ass, mm-hmm. was the name. It was funny. It's what you guys talked about at the end of the show, and mm-hmm. I just went with it. I went with it. You know what? Because I, I'm here to make people laugh. That's what I like. I like, to, I like people to laugh. I like people to be entertained. I like them to have fun. And so I did it. And you know, I can't help it if there's 60 year old fucks out there that have nothing better to do with their lives than to create drama uh, out of nothing. And so basically, I, I don't know what to say. If if you're offended by boobies, lips, pee pee and ass, mm-hmm. you should probably just stop listening right now. Uh, yeah, it's a new. It's a. It's boobies. It's the new Macarena. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're going to be offended, if you're going to be, yeah, yeah, this is not the show for you. This is not the show. I I don't don't think there's many shows for him. I mean, maybe Matlock. I mean, he could do Matlock. I mean, look, one, yeah, yeah, Perry Mason. Yeah. I mean, I said 60. My (laughs) my grandmother would be 80. The Andy Griffith show, great show. Andy Griffith, Andy Griffith. They they, they don't offend Mm -hmm. people. They don't wholesome. I mean, Green Acres uh, was one, I believe. Yeah, real I wholesome. mean, Andy Griffin. They, you know, they were talking. One Just time is like about, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, well, they were talking about one time Andy Griffin yeah. about going out and and necking, necking at the point. Ne- maybe if you're <laughs> if you're if you're 60 and that's what you're into, then yeah, maybe you go watch those shows. No, 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 yeah, they got to be careful of the heavy petting. Murder she wrote. Oh, Murder, She Wrote's another that's, good one. That's probably a show for you. But this, hey, didn't we just lo- we just lost Angela Lansbury? Yeah, I know. Cheers, Sad. Cheers to yeah. Angela. All I have yeah. is, and it's not like is, our target like, audience is twelve-year-old girls. So you know, cheers to that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. We said we we're <laughs> gonna bring bring that stuff up, Jess, and I think that stuff is too deep for the show. I mean, if boobies, lips, pee pee, and ass is too deep, mm-hmm. then I that's gonna be way, way, way too deep. And so, basically, what I'm saying is, we're not here to offend you. No. If, if that is offensive to you, you don't have to listen. But if you want to listen to this. Just to make up the drama that you need to to function in your life, because it seems like the people that are saying this stuff they need. And I, listen, I know people love drama; they love it. I, I I like watching it. I don't like being a part of it. I like to see it from afar. I'm like, ah, oh, look at all the drama that that dummy's dealing with. But right now, I'm the dummy because I'm having to deal with that kind of shit. Hey, it's not, they probably didn't even listen to the show. That's why they don't even they didn't understand that it was a reference uh, to the show. Fuck yeah, them. I Who think, cares? You know, there, there are some people that just have it out for you. For, fuck for them. Reason. Fuck yeah, yeah. them. Uh, yeah. 100%. I mean, is that offensive if I say, I say that I have boobies? <clears throat> what? Yeah. What? I am offended. I am offended yeah. as fuck right here. This is brand new information. Yeah, brand new. But anyway, if you're offended, you can just turn it off and then we're going to move on. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, obviously, we're going to get into some, uh, some, some draft talk. Very little draft talk. Okay, listen. They, the, they totally just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and for Kevin to show his tats. That's what the listeners So am have. I being asked to disrobe? I, I, apparently this guy I mean, I just, was not. I this one on the... Yeah, this That's guy was cute. not offended by, by no. movies. It's, it's, a, it's a, an old uh, anime movie called Akira. 
from the 80s. That's the only tattoo you got? It's uh yeah, well it's a sleeve. It goes up right here and then I have the Chicago flag on my back. And you Chicago guys, you yeah. I got I got other friends and they just they're putting that Chicago shit all over them. <laughs> they just love it. Like they're just like hey, I'm from like I I'm from Oklahoma and I'll have one of them fucking dream catchers hanging off my butt cheek. Sure. You know? Well, maybe you should. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not I mean, I have a tattoo right here, right? And so so I mean, I've told this Is story it the state times. of Oklahoma? No, no, it could it, it could be turned into that, okay? Because here's the deal. Like I I got a tattoo when I was 20, 23 years old. And this is a sad story. So before I don't want to make anyone sad, but it is going to sad people out. I have a tattoo here. I, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I, I, not that I don't like tattoos, but I'm just not a tattoo guy. Like I, this is not my thing, but it was my uh, 23rd birthday uh, was the next day. And my buddy that I was playing college baseball with, um, he wanted a tattoo and it was, it was his birthday the same day as mine. And uh, I was just got married and he was married they were friends, the two wives. That's actually how I met my wife is through them. And we were down. He was going to go get a tattoo for his 22nd birthday. And when we got there, my wife was like, you need a tattoo, Nick. And I was like, I don't, I don't want a tattoo. I don't, I'm not interested. She's like, no, I think that'll be sexy as hell. You should get a tattoo. I'm like, I don't Absolutely. want one. She's like, she's like, you get one. And I'm like, listen, here's the deal. If I'm standing in front of the fucking pearly gates of heaven and God says, Nick, sorry, uh, your body's a temple. You shouldn't, shouldn't have tatted it up. I'm going to say, but listen, God, my wife was like Eve. She is that really your concern? Well, no. I'm. Mean, this is just in my no, no. Yeah, not how it's gonna look when you're eighty. Yeah, and so right. basically, I got a tattoo, but we were poor, and we could only afford sixty bucks at the time. So we back then, like those tribe, like the little tribal bands were cool, and so I got oh, one started. No. I got one started. Oh, nice. And, and and my wife said when she got it, she goes, "If you get a tattoo, you'll remember me forever." And I'm like, "Fuck, whatever. Okay, cool. We'll get it. Whatever. That's what we got." And uh, the next day we were driving home from her family's house for about 70 miles. We got in a car wreck and she passed away, but I had the tattoo. So I remember her forever. And so whenever people ask me about it, like, why you got this little thing? It's not finished. And I can tell the story so I can remember her forever. That's the only, and I keep saying like, I, I want to finish it or I want to add something to it. And I'm just like, no, should I? No, should I? I mean, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Where I, it is, is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah I, I, like I it. get it. I, I get it, but it's like I look at it, I'm like, what, what about a hockey tattoo? Or what if I get this fucking dream catcher hanging off my ass because I'm from Oklahoma, you know? I'm kind of kind of rooting for the dream catcher, I'm not going to lie. It, I mean, and why do you keep saying hanging off your ass? Like, is it like I want the circle like on my butt? Just, cheek on, your, just on your cheek? And then the feathers hanging down. Yeah. You know, it, it has, why don't just put the circle around around your asshole? Well, then, but then the right, feathers, so it's like two. It's like two on one going down one on one each leg cheek. On like that'd be pretty badass. Yeah. But here's the deal. I, I, I'm not. I'm not Native American. I'm not I Indian. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get, I'm from Oklahoma, so I'm sure someplace there was some some mixing in my family. <laughs> uh, but I'm not. I'm not there. Um, so okay, we we do have a bunch of stuff to talk to. But the guy just jumped in. His name's Nick. We're gonna bring him in. He's he's gonna be our resident pro on the BLP. Another Nick. How am yeah, I supposed I, to keep this straight? Exactly. We're gonna, we got Nicky and Nick. Right. We got. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Jess. I? Always looking I'm out for me. I'm, I'm yeah. Nikki. That's Nick. Okay, we're gonna bring him in. Listen, uh, he's from Boston area. He he's played some high level hockey, and we're gonna bring him in. He's gonna tell us a little story. I haven't ran this by like we, this is the first time me and him have actually talked other outside of text message. Okay, so I'm okay. gonna bring him in. Okay, here we go. All right, Nick. How are you? Can you hear me? Oh hell yeah, he's from Boston. I knew it. I knew he would have oh, the yeah. accent. <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna go away, brother. Born, you know, right there in the north end, so it's nice and thick. Hell yeah. <laughs> I might need to go 
go upstairs and get a new pair of underwear real quick. Oh, they're tell Daddy something, are they? Me too. He told yeah, right? me like he's like he's like just I'm from Boston, so if you need anything, I know a guy. And I'm like, that's exactly something from Bo- a guy from Boston. Always, always got a guy. You need your car fixed? I got a guy. You need a pizza? I got a guy. I, I got a guy for just about anything. You need someone whacked? I got a guy. It, you, it need a whack guy? you need whack a guy? You need whack off a guy? Yeah, it works. Yeah. Where's your car parked, bud? Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Well, we were, I was just kind of giving you a little intro. I don't know if you heard me when you got in there, but but you're going to be our resident uh, high-level hockey guy. Um, and listen, I okay, I, I make fun of Spin Chicklets because a, a lot of people say, Nick, wh- why don't you make the BLPA show like Spin Chicklets? And I say, well, listen, fuckers, I didn't play pro hockey. I don't have a $150 million company behind me, all right? And plus, I can't even understand half the shit they say because when RA starts talking, I can't understand the fuck. Now we got our own guy that I can't understand. It's going to be exactly. fucking great. There you go. And they're good guys. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I grew up with Witt's a great guy. I've known him, you know, for a long, long time. Uh, we played, you know, he's a couple of years younger than I was, but he, uh, I mean, talk about a phenomenal hockey player. Witt was, I mean, the kid was, when he was out there, it looked like he just glided on the ice. I got to play high school hockey against him, played on some, you know, all-star teams with him. Uh, I, I've known him for a long time. So, you know, I played against Biz in the minors, it, you know, they're great guys. So, you know, I have no issue with them. They're, they're, they're top notch guys. Well, here, here's the deal. Basically what this is going to come down to is when we start doing hockey podcast, we're going to have to fight them. So uh, great guys, <laughs> you're, you're going to have to fight them eventually. With Biz? I don't know. Biz can go. Well, okay. Well, you take wit. If, if you, if you can take wit, we got three other on biz. Maybe, maybe we got something going and maybe we add more. We don't tell them we're bringing five, five or six. We're, to we're bringing in, we're bringing in reinforcements. They don't fight fair in Boston. They do yeah. whatever it takes to win. That's what we're going to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I just got to hand biz a shot of alcohol. I used to run into him with the clubs in Scottsdale before I moved out. It's like, Hey, you whiskey row, you doing a country bar thing. And that's really top of you biz. Yeah. All right. Well, perfect. Well, so Nick's gonna be our resident pro guy. Uh, he, he's on today. He's gonna he's gonna join us in a in a, um, uh, a a bigger role as we go along. Like I said, this is our first time that I've actually talked to him. I didn't even know he had the Boston accent. I just I, I gathered deductive reasoning from my conversations with him. Uh, and he's gonna he's gonna help us with uh, getting some pro interviews on here to get some uh, actual real hockey players. None of us fucking vendors uh, like me me and Jess and Kev. Absolutely. We're trying to get we're trying to get Kev back on the ice, but this guy, fuck. Um, <laughs> But so Nick, tell, tell us a little bit about, I mean, I just tell people that you played some NCAA hockey at Merrimack uh, and then you played in the, uh, the ECHL. Why don't you tell a little, uh, uh, the audience a little bit about you and, and your hockey history? Yeah, sure. So like I said, I'm originally from uh, Boston, Mass. I actually grew up in a little town. Uh, I originally grew up in the North End and then I moved out of there to a place called Canton. Um, mother, father, you know, they were from that area as well, too. So um, it, it was a great town. It's actually a, a really strong hockey community. Uh, guys like Kevin Rooney, who's playing for the Rangers right now. Uh, he's from my hometown. Uh, we've had a couple other guys that, have, you know, come from there that have played at really high level. Joe Rooney played at Boston College. We've had a lot of high level guys come out of that town. So it, it's kind of been a hockey hotbed. I was lucky enough to go to uh, a private school called St. Sebastian's where I got to play with guys like Ricky DiPietro, who I've known since I was 10 years old, you know, number one overall draft pick, Mikey Pandolfo, Kyle Corzini, uh, Noah Welch, uh, this goes on and on. Uh, from there, uh, I got, and I also played some really high level hockey, you know, US Team USA, went to Europe, all that type selects, you know, all that type of stuff. Uh, played on some really great teams with guys like Mike Motto on the Hobie Baker. 
Um, it, it was lucky enough to have that as my career. I was on the cover of Hockey Night in Boston Magazine. You know, all, won uh, all New England, uh, all, all league defenseman in the ISL three years, all New England defenseman my senior year. Uh, lucky enough, I got started getting some offers collegiately. Um, I went to Merrimack College on a full ride. Uh, it was kind of a thing where, you know, my sister was really sick, so they came up with a lot of money, and uh, it was an opportunity for me to play Division One college hockey and Hockey East, and there was no way I could turn it down. Uh, I was on uh, with the all-rookie team. I was uh, an alternate on my freshman year, played all four years, was captain my senior year. Uh, after that, uh, played a little bit in the coast, had a cup of coffee in the American League, but it was really, you know, that was preseason stuff. Uh, played mostly in the coast, uh, the Southern League as well, too. Unfortunately, I had seven shoulder surgeries and two knee surgeries. So, it's not, yeah, it was time to kind of, unfortunately, uh, hang them up. And I got out of the game for a little bit, got into business and uh, found myself coming back. And I'm now uh, uh, an advisor with a, uh, with a pretty big company. And I'm also a junior coach as well, too. And uh, so pretty excited about my future and really looking forward to talking to you guys. It's been great talking to Nikki here and I uh, really like what you guys have been doing and stuff. So really happy to be here and I uh, love to answer any questions, tell stories, get some cool people on. I mean, been lucky enough to some really, really fantastic guys, you know, not just players, but as people too. So, um, I, I hope I can bring a little bit here to this, uh, th this right podcast here and see what I can do to help you guys out and really get this moving here. Yeah, for sure. I also see, awesome. obviously, I see, I see the Val at, at the uh, end of your last name, and I see that you you, you had like three games over in Italy. What, what, what was that all about? Yeah, I went there. So I'm an Italian citizen. Um, I have wow. dual citizenship. Yeah, I have dual citizenship between here and Italy. So I have two passports. Um, I, I, you know, I come. I have 65 first cousins that all live in the name same neighborhood up in Boston, right? Yeah. Um, you know, they have the Italian festivals. I don't know if anyone's been to Boston. They have the Italian festivals up there. I belong to the Madonna della Cava. It's the second weekend in Boston. My great grandfather brought it over from Sicily and, uh, they just named a whole square, you know, after my grandfather in Boston. So I come from a big Italian family and, uh, I was actually over there cause I was up for the Olympic team. Uh, the Olympics were in 2006 wow. in Torino. Yeah. yeah the, the Olympics were up there in 2006. So team Italy had a team in there. Unfortunately, uh, again, uh, my sister was really sick and, um, I, I was really having a tough time being away from that situation. And, uh, you know, my mom and father, they really wanted me to stay kind of thing, but I needed to be back closer to home. Um, so I came back, signed a deal with the coast and, um, you know, in Louisiana, which I loved playing there. Um, so, you know, it was cool over there. I mean, it was right in the beginning where that league started really getting picked up, played in a place called Varese, which was really great. I mean, it was cool to play there, but, you know, right after my senior year, uh, once my season ended, I don't know. Have you guys ever heard the story about Joey Exter? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Joey, this is an important story. It's not a funny story. And it's actually kind of a, it's a crazy story. So Joey Exter, um, he's, uh, was the assistant coach in Michigan state and now he's uh, coaching in the coast. He was our goaltender and he was one of my closest friends and he's like a brother to me. We were roommates, the whole thing. Well, we're playing Boston college in the hockey's, uh, championships. Joey comes out to play the puck and Patty Eves who played in Detroit runs him over. And when he ran him over, he, he, he fell and he cracked his head on the ice and he put him into a coma for like three months. Um, we almost, he almost died the whole thing. And it was, it was a really scary, scary situation. It, it really was. Yeah, that happened the first night. Of, yeah. It was best of three 
first night, second night, we had to play again. That second night, we're hearing, you know, as seniors, we're really close, me, Luke Smith. We didn't know if he was going to make it that night. So we played anyways, and I decided, and I wasn't sure if I was going to leave because I was getting offers from the coast, you know, right after your senior year, getting offers from the coast, getting offers, you know, to play here, there, wherever. I went, and, you know, with the blessing of Mr. and Mrs. Exeter, because I didn't want to go. I, I wanted to be by his bedside and everything, and um, I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do, and I got their blessing to leave, so I left, and I went and played in Louisiana for the ice skaters, and it was awesome in the East Coast Hockey League, and I loved it there. So the year after when I went, came back from Italy, they wanted me back. So I got a chance to go back there, played a little bit there and then went to Greenville. And then again, my sister got really sick and had to go home for a bit. And then my shoulder blew out. And unfortunately, my pro career wasn't as great as my the career I would have liked. Um, I had high expectations, but unfortunately, it just didn't work out. Well, the good news is, is it doesn't matter how good your pro career is. You will always end up in the beer league with us. Yeah, so, what, yeah. Hey, you know what I mean? You can't blame yeah. it. And guys, I've seen some crazy stuff in beer leagues. Don't, you know, forget about it. it it's not even yeah, right. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's some crazy shit that goes on. Well, I, I brought you on. Uh, <laughs> I brought you up first. I'm sorry to hear about your sister. And obviously, you know, yeah. you know, the career, you know, obviously you, you want to go as far as you can. But for me, I always think uh, you end up right where you're supposed to be. And right now you're doing a little bit of coaching or trying to get back in into coaching. And so maybe that's, maybe that's the calling for you, but I brought you in because you mentioned it. You, you've seen some crazy shit. We want to hear about some crazy shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I know Nikki was saying maybe some locker room stuff. I mean, I've, I mean, guys, I've got stories from the, you know, from great players. I mean, I don't want to use too many names. That's the one thing, right? I mean, I, I, that's the one thing, you know, cause I've got some great guys and obviously they're married now with kids and stuff like that. So you know, I might not name some names, but I got some really good shit to talk about and funny stuff. I mean, I, I, I've got locker room stories. You know, we could sit here for hours and tell, right? I mean, I, I played with one kid that, you know, everyone's got their pregame ritual, right? And I'm talking, this kid played Division One at Boston College, went on to the pros, played in the NHL, the whole thing. And one of his pregame rituals is that he used to like, you know, like when you go into a locker room, it's got the uh, the rubber on the bottom, right? It, it usually, you know, in those kind of beer, you know, rubber and everything right. like that for your skates. He used to, the way he used to tape his stick, he used to put his pants down. He like used to like his balls. He used to hit the rubber, the wet rubber. And he oh, used to sit there with his balls <laughs> on the rubber while he would tape his stick. And that was a big game ritual, right? <laughs> I never understood it. I don't know why. I wouldn't want my ball. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like my balls on something wet, but I'm not sure if it would be great, you know, to do something like that, right? Was Especially, he a goalie by any chance? No, oh, yeah. Really? Again. See, now that's yeah, shocking. That would make sense, right, Kate? Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, it would make sense. Yeah, that that would make sense. And here's here, now now here's what I I, I want to know. I, obviously, I don't want names. I, I unless unless you still talk to him, I hope you do because I want you to just ask me like, hey, I'm doing this beer league show. Uh, it's funny, haha. I'm not going to mention your name if you don't want me to. Why? We now we want to know why. Like right. what? Like what? Like was it just that? That's oh, no, what I asked. Uh, oh, oh Nikki, I, I asked. Oh, we okay. asked. <laughs> why? <laughs> and he said he just liked the feeling. A, a, a typical hockey answer. That, that it was the easiest ex explanation. It was. He just liked the feeling of the wet, cold rubber on his balls. And at like, what point do you discover that? I, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, 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 it, and he's a Boston kid, too. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me. You know, the Boston guys, every time you go to a team, they're always a little off, right? 
Well, I mean, I think, I think at some point, like, like I've talked to some pro hockey players and like, and they say like, Hey, here's the deal. Like there's people like I made it to the NHL, but there's people that are so much better than me that didn't make it. And the reason why is because just the people that make it to that next level, just have something about them. There's something off about them yeah. somewhere down and it just gives them that extra whatever to, to, to be, you know, to, to make it. And so, you know, this guy's extra was, he just liked his balls on wet rubber, right? Yeah, like, well, was. Rubber. What I'm saying. Yeah. There was no jest. There was no, like, there was no like answer. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, Oh, you know, I did it one time and I had, you know, eight goals. It, it just, it, it just was what it was. You know what I mean? A typical hockey nonsense. Yeah. You know, like, are you down stretching? You get out of the shower, you're naked and you're like, like, okay, well, I'm down. I'll and he's like, as well. yeah, and he's like, oh, I might as well on the floor right now. Oh, I like, oh, I like this. Yeah. 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 He's like, that feels great. I'm going to continue to do that, which is like fine. Like, pieces of like dirt and people spit to just touch my balls as I'm stretching here. Yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. Let's continue. We're, we're in no judgment zone. We don't judge people. <laughs> no. We just, no. We just, we just, we, we, we like yeah, to kind of, kind of, kind of curious to try it now, to be honest with you. And then he, you know, he was drafted full ride to Boston College, played in the show. I mean, the whole thing, right? <laughs> so I mean, maybe that's like, what uh, you need. If you want to make it to the to the bigs, boys and girls, just rub the balls on the rubber. Balls, balls on, on the rubber. That's my new rallying cry like, game. Up against the wall and rub my um, T-word things up against the wall and be like, do I like My this? T-word things? <laughs> We're not allowed to okay. say that, right? Oh, yeah. oh that's right. That's like, right. We have like two 60-year-old people that cause some bullshit because we said something about boobies and now you got to call them T-words? Come on. Nick, Nick, did that did that kid still do that in the NHL? To your knowledge? Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I was just curious. The in the show, you get the rug, right? You, you, oh, that's true. It's a rug. rug. Yeah, yeah. It's a little different, but it wouldn't a little be little chafing. Uh, I would think you, you could still see him out there. You know, because then what it changed to, okay, was that you know when you had the you know they had the rug there. So then what I heard and what I talked to him and stuff, he changed it from the rubber to when you know you get out of the uh, shower. It's got the tile, right? The little tiles. Mm-hmm. He would just sit there with his balls on the tile instead. Okay. Okay. Well. Cool. Hey. Well. Hey. The more, the more you know. The more you know. They, this doesn't happen. The more you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Hey. That, hey that's a good. There's other good ones too, Nikki. I mean, I, I played with one kid too, brother. You know, I, I was lucky enough to uh, play with God bless rest his soul with uh, Derek Bugard. Um, oh yeah, Boogie. I, I got I got a chance to play with him. So we were playing in the coast. And this isn't like a grocer, but I, I always think this is an amazing story. You know, when it comes to fighters, because I I love my fighters, right? I mean, they're my boys. Uh, you know, they're the guys that you know that they're, they're absolute warriors, and I still talk to a lot of them. I still look good friends with Nasty Morasty. I just talked to Yabo Jeremy Yablonski the other day. If you don't know him, you need to. And you like fighters, YouTube his videos because that man is one of the best fighters you'll ever see. Mikey Sagroy, great guy. Um, Dennis Shiriev. I mean, these are guys that I talk to constantly, and they're really good guys. And uh, when I we were playing in the coast with Boogie, and uh, he, so I come in the locker room, right, and I see Boogie, and he's got his arms like he's sitting like this, right, and he's got his arms like in between his legs, like down, right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. like gravity. So, I mean, the kid's got ham hocks for hands anyways, right? I mean, his fists are like this. So, all of a sudden, I see the trainer after he's sitting there for a good, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes like that, not moving. I see the trainer come in and he starts taping his arms like from like from like his elbow down. You get what I'm saying? 
as yeah. tight and as tight yeah. as the kid can do it, right? And I'm looking and I'm going, what's he doing? I find out, I forget who we were playing, but he was fighting. There was somebody he had to fight and like right off the rip, like I'm talking first 45 seconds, minute into the game, he was going to fight this kid. And the reason he did it was because when he pulled up his hand after the trainer did it, his fist, I mean, it looked like a bowling ball because all the blood rushed into his hand, right? Oh from sitting God. there so long. So he taped it as hot as he could. I'm talking his fist was purple. <laughs> And swollen and thing. He hit this kid. Yeah, I hope my boyfriend's not listening, getting any ideas here. He hit this kid <laughs> so hard uh, with that fist that it just, it, I mean, the kid, it, he just popped, right? Blood all over the ice. And Boogie comes back to the, comes back to the thing and he takes it off and you could have seen it. It just automatically swells down. It was one of the most cool. I mean, I thought it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I mean, seeing Boogie, you know, he was a great fighter, great guy, uh, great locker room guy. But, you know, he, sometimes with his hockey skills, you know, and he would be the first guy to tell you, you know, it, it, was, it wasn't his hockey skills that got him to the NHL, right? Yeah. So we're in practice, you know, probably the day after, you know, I think it was pretty morning skate or the day, it was morning skate the day after, right? Because we're playing the same team again. So he just did that, right? It's all, you know, tied up the night before, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to goes to catch a pass, and his arm was still like numb. It like it, it like his, I don't know what he did. He still I, I believe it. it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he went to go catch a pass, and instead of catching the pass, he kind of towed it. You know, he he, to, he towed this stick. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, and the yeah. puck hit his hit his stick, and it came up, and it popped him in the mouth. <laughs> and it knocked out, <laughs> it knocked out three of his teeth. So he's sitting on the bench like this, right? And he couldn't, take, you know. And that night he had to fight again. So, I mean, just stories like that, guys. I mean, I, I mean, th those are just some of them. I've got better, dirtier ones too. Things like, uh, you know, cookie races and stuff like that. <laughs> rookie oh. parties. You're trying to, you're trying to pull me in here. You're trying, you're trying to, I get, I said, we'll give you five minutes. We we've given him 15, which is fine, but he's, he's hit me with the cookie story at the end. So I'll ask about it. Uh, you, cookie you guys, races. You guys don't know what a cookie race is? No, hit, hit us not. with the cookie. Okay, here we go. We're going to be educated. I don't know what this is, but go for it. Oh man. I can't believe I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so uh, this is kind of a thing. It's a cookie race, and I, I know I'm probably breaking, uh, you know, a hockey code here, but I, it's a cookie race, and it's something that rookies, especially in college, uh, you know, we are subject to. And what it is is you put a bucket. Each kid's got a bucket at the end of the uh, at the end of uh, it's one bucket. Excuse me, one bucket, and I'd say, I don't know a good 100 feet, 200 feet, that type of thing, right? So all of them line up and they give you an Oreo cookie and you got to put it up your ass, <laughs> like, like in between your ass cheeks and you got to squeeze it and you got to run up and back like three times, right? And then you have to drop it in the bucket. Nice. If you drop it, you got to eat it. If you, and the last guy that loses, you got to eat all the cookies. So I never lost. I promise you, I never lost. And my ass I kept that. Yeah, you're covering. Hey, you said you're covering. You're covering that pretty quickly. Are you sure you didn't lose at least one? <laughs> I never ate an ass cookie. I promise. I swear. 
Hey, listen, now guys are lining up saying it's ass eating season. So I, I, I maybe ass cookies aren't as big of a deal back then. Well, that's that's no, no, that Do you think there's still rookie haze? Like in the in today's like cancel culture and everything going on, like are they still rookie haze? And they, they have to be, right? I'm yeah, sure. it's not as bad, in, in, especially with safe sport. And don't get me wrong, guys. I mean, the problem is to, you know, the problem is, is you know, cameras, right? Everything's caught right and yeah. it's a big thing and uh, you know i i think it's a good thing not to have things in locker rooms with cameras 100 meaning you shouldn't have cameras i don't the hazing that i went through you know i don't think is done now like everything transitions right mm -hmm. but it's still there i mean you're still paying for dinners you're still doing certain it's, things it takes on a different different uh, right. look i guess it's definitely not what it was, Nikki. Put it that way. But you know, the same time too, right? Like, yeah, was I, you know, hazed as a rookie? Was I hazed as a freshman? You know, that type of thing. Yeah, but it was a rite of passage, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I had, my, yeah. I had my senior. Yeah, I had my senior, Jess, or I had my vet that watched my back, made sure I knew what I needed mm -hmm. to do, what I. You know, it, it played well. What I, if I had, you know, an issue here, an issue there, they had your back. And the guys that, you know, decided to fight against that, they had a little bit of a rougher time, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to pay, you, you pay your dues. It, yeah. it, it's got to happen. I mean, they did it. Why can't I do it? Who am I to say that I'm not going to do it? Right. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, so it's a, uh, yes, it's, it's weird in, in like the, in the politically correct world we're in now. Like mm -hmm. I, I know there are a lot of things that, that, that aren't, that aren't kosher now that, that used to be like not a big deal. And it's like, you know, I think what's the, what's the show that uh, set back in the seventies, the high school kids and, you know, old Matthew McConaughey is, you know, you know, oh, days wow. yeah. Days and confused, you know, like it, it, the show yeah, opens yeah. up with the, with the seniors, with the paddles yeah. and chasing around the freshmen. Right. And yeah. that stuff used to happen. Again, it, mm -hmm. it just, it just used to happen. And it was just, like you said, it was a rite of passage. This is what happened. And you, you know, you took your lumps and like, I played high school football and baseball and played uh, baseball in college. And the same thing, like you took, you took your lumps from the seniors, but then, then you were, then you were there. Right. And it just, I, it, for me, I, I never had to ask cookie anything, uh, well, but I, yeah, go ahead, Nikki. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was just saying, I mean, it's just, it's just weird how, you know, in today's day and age, like some of those things that we, we thought weren't that big of a deal now. Like if you did it these days, it would be fucking, it'd be, and you're right. A lot of it is cameras and people seeing it. And it's not necessarily the people that are, that are doing the ass cookie races that are offended. It's someone, it's someone out in, in, in the right, real world. Yeah. Did, did anybody right? get sick from the ass cookies? Like, was there any pink no, guy? No. Oh, if no, this episode is not named Ask Cookies, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I'm yeah, just going to say that right now. <laughs> Listen, we got in trouble. We got in trouble last week because we named our our episode uh, "Boobies, uh, Lips, PP, and Ass." B B L P A, right? Uh, and and we had some some 60 year olds that were offended by that, and they're probably going to be offended by Ask Cookies. But I'm naming it Ask Cookies. Has to Maybe, be. I mean, you know, it's, we'll, you know what we'll do? So we'll be politically correct. We'll call it Butt Cookies. No, no, no. We're good. I'm not voting for this. No, no, hey, no, 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 no. It's going to be ass cookies. I, it, I agree. Ass cookies. Nick has spoken. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was told, okay, you can talk about the stuff, but make the titles a little cleaner. And so it's kind of, you know, I, I'm getting over overruled here, right? I'm going to take the heat, but I'm going to take the heat for you guys because I believe in I believe in uh, the freedom of speech and, and right. doing things because it's it's funny and it, you know, makes people laugh. So Yeah. And was ass, ass like the most offensive word of that title? Was it boobies? Was it pee pee? Well, I, I feel like it was lips. So as long as we don't put the lips. word lips in there, we should be good. 
That's true. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> geriatric Someone, ass uh, the people, people listening to us said it should be geriatric ass cookies. So it's inclusive to those six year olds that, oh, yeah. uh, that are pissed off. So, yeah. all right. Nick, uh, listen, great stories. We're going to have you back on. We'll, we'll try to do it every week. It really just yeah, depends on sure. your schedule. We record every week. And like I was was telling people before, uh, you know, you're going to open the door to to get some some uh, pro-level hockey players that we can interview and talk about. And I'm, I'm going to start every one of them by asking, have you ever uh, did cookie races? Just to see. Yeah, have you ever <laughs> eaten an ass cookie? Hey, listen, and, and we'll say, and I'll say, don't, you don't have to answer if you think it'll get you in trouble, but blink once if, you, if you've done a cookie <laughs> race. <laughs> well, guys, and it was we'll a pleasure. You know, thanks for having me, really. Yeah, nice awesome. to meet you, Nick. See you yeah. again and keep nice it real you. and keep it down with Boston, all right? All, all right, Nick. thanks, Nick. Talk to everybody. See you, guys. Right. See you, bye. bye. How what are we going to top that? Like, yeah, what? So, like, yeah. Who's gonna go and like raid their pantry for Oreos tonight? Just me. Yeah. Hey, did, <laughs> just to have, see, just to try it. You know. Have you Have you noticed? Like, I I knew he was gonna have the Boston Vax accent just by looking at him because he was wearing that hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the same the same hat that the Dropkick Murphy guy wears. Like, I love that guy. They, they, like, I've been to their concert. Like, we do a tournament uh, in Boston on St. Patty's Day, so we'll be there again this year. Right. And uh, the Drop yeah. Dropkick boys are always they're always uh, uh you know doing concerts in there, and and the the show is awesome. The guy that that runs that band. Like he's one of the coolest dudes. He loves hockey. It's just a great time. And I love Boston. And I did, I didn't want to, I didn't want to pump uh, Boston's tires too much uh, while uh, Nick was in here, but Boston is my favorite U S city. 100%. It's my favorite U S city to, to visit, to go hang out at, and to play hockey. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, people are loving Nick. Like I'm looking here on the, uh, right. on the thing. Yeah, they, you know, they're they're, they're trying to get me fired, which yeah. who is, who is Kyle? Is this guy? Who is this? Yeah, no, no, Kyle, Kyle is, uh, yeah, uh, that's Big Dad is actually what we call him. Big uh, he, Dad. He, yeah, he, he's a guy that helps. He's a staff with the tournament, slings a bunch of our merch, and just a great guy. Uh, oh. But he's he definitely says Boston Nick is is better than Ficus Kev. And listen, it's I think I think I think they're both good. They just work in different. I don't different know ways. who the fuck you are. Am I supposed to? <laughs> do I know this guy? <laughs> well, you do now. Does, you do know. now. No. So he's definitely making. He definitely likes to to make fun of me, which I'm comfortable with. Listen, he's, hey, not, yeah. he's not the Blue Jacket fan, is he? Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh come on, <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, I think he's boy. still. I think he's still like uh, he, we play a lot of video games, and I think he's uh he's still got his his username is like Sergey Bobrovsky. Like he's still a big Bob fan. I'm like, there's he's not even in, in Columbus anymore. So what are you gonna do? Um, so Carolyn, I listen. Here's the deal, and obviously Carolyn knows Kyle, right? She's a great guy. Uh, listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to appeal to everyone, Carolyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't even know the Kyles we, of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think at the, the end of the day, which isn't easy to do, like morally, you know. Right. Yeah, listen, Carolyn. Listen, Carolyn. You don't work at Facebook anymore. You can't get us booted off here uh, for fake news. All right. So, or at least don't don't call any of your friends. We we need to stay online here. All right. Here's what we're gonna do now. I know we just we just heard stories from Nick, uh, uh, pro hockey stories, but we're gonna go into our our oh no actually before you before we go into this is our segue into pro hockey stories is the missing curfew cup have you have you guys heard about this Mm-mm. okay yeah. do you guys know what missing curfew is it's it's another it's another fellow hockey podcast basically uh in the same vein as 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 spit and chicklets right uh so it's uh scotty upshaw uh he, i think he played for the the, the blackhawks at one point uh it's shane o'brien who played for a, a, a number of teams i know he was, he's in the flames uh organization for a year and they also used to have jimmy hayes on their uh, you know, rip, but uh, they're, they're, they do a podcast and, and they're trying to give beer leaguers like us uh, a national, uh, a national league hockey experience, right? Like they want, it's basically this, you land at the airport, they come get your bags. They take your hockey bags to the rink. You don't have to see your hockey bags for this tournament. 
you just show up and play. They got massage people in the room. They got uh, uh, laundry service. They, they're trying to do it right. They're trying to make us feel like we're in the bigs, right? So I, I say like, you know, like Wayne Gretzky has his fantasy camp uh, for, you know, whatever. But no one wants to be like that scumbag Wayne Gretzky. They want to be like, you know, the NHLers that are playing every day. They're going to the locker room. And they're doing it in Vegas and they're doing it in March. And they've asked, they said, hey, listen, you guys are the people we want. Uh, there people like you in the BLPA. And so I said, Hey, listen, I love the idea. I'm a tournament guy myself. And so I'm going to, I want to help you guys spread the word. So listen, it's expensive. It's not cheap. It's 15,000 bucks a team. But the good news is, but the good news is, well, yeah, well, the good news is, is you can, you can get companies to sponsor you and they're, and you're going to go on their podcast. Their podcast has 50,000 downloads a week or something like that. Like it's insane numbers. And so you're going to get, you know, the sponsors are going to get bang for their buck. They're going to go out to a bunch of hockey fans and so if it, it, they want to make it every year, and that's what I told them. I, if you would have given me more than a couple of months here, uh, I could have put something together and had a BLPA team, uh, which would have been funny to have a, uh, the Beer League Players Association having the National Hockey League or National uh, League Hockey uh, experience, right? And so um, I, I just said, I'm going to spread the word. I think this is a cool thing. I know pe- I know what people are going to say. They're going to say, it's too fucking expensive. I get it. They're good. That's what they're going to say. But I think we can change that culture and we can make this a really cool thing for them. And you can go out and play uh, with some guys that were in the the uh, the uh, NHL, and uh, I'm looking. I just want to yeah, make sure I'm covering all the bases. You, you can you can have it, it says it's it's four on four overtime. Um, I think you can have twelve or fourteen players uh, on everything. They're playing at City National Arena. Um, mm-hmm. Detail wise, are you? I was yeah, just there the, last weekend too. Yeah, the complex out in the west side of L- or Las Vegas. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it, that's yeah. that's a good place. But you, you get up to five games. Uh, you show up to Vegas. They handle the gear, dedicated team locker rooms, full laundry service, player intros every game. So you skate out, and they're like, "And now right. number ten, Nick Fleard," and then you skate out and all that good stuff. <sighs> exactly. Uh, and then they have like a team space and the on-site trainers and massages, a players' lounge, and just a just a bunch of really cool shit. You get jerseys and and uh, socks. Uh, team swag kit and uh, and then you get a content reel of people that came out and they video and and make a highlight package of your team so it's a really cool it's a really cool thing and i i want to be involved in it i'm trying to get more involved in it and i'm i told them i'll do whatever i can to help because this is the kind of shit that beer leaguers this is what this is what we didn't get we're not good at hockey but we but we want we want to feel like not. we are we want right. to pretend sometimes yeah. that we are right and so uh basically uh right there and uh john andre asked do you think they'll have ass cookies ass for cookies. a 15k price? I yes. I think that's a I think that's a fair question. 100%. And I'm going to be on this podcast, this missing curfew podcast, I believe. And I'm going to ask them. I'm going to yeah, say I think that's a valid you, question. I'm going to say, "Do you guys know what cookie races are?" because I had a guy that came in on our show and was just talking about <laughs> cookie races. And so we'll see. We'll, we'll see we'll see if Nick is leading us astray. And mm-hmm. then, uh, I'm going to say I'm going to go on on record and say I trust Nick. Anybody with I that name? Anybody with that name is a good guy. For sure. He doesn't strike me as the kind of people who make shit up. Uh, Okay. Like I told you earlier, you never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Uh, Mm -hmm. He could be one of those guys. He could be a professional bullshitter. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Right? I don't know. But anyway, so that leads us into uh, beer leaguers going to play in the the pro level experience uh, with the Missing Curfew Cup. Go check the guys out. And that's the, the, you can check them out at Missing Curfew. They have a podcast, a couple podcasts a week, uh, but the website is Missing Curfew Cup. Uh, Go check them out. And I, uh, people, lo- people are loving cookie races, boys. Like they're, they're basically yeah. fuck the laundry yeah. service. We just want cookie race. Cookie races I'm are bust. I'm pretty good I, at a, at a uh, beer mile. So like, I feel like this cookie race. I think this is something. I think this is something, something like, we start doing. People say they want, they, they want, uh, showers mandatory. 
like first. Yeah, I mean, I only because of like it's post. No, it's got to be right after. It's got to be right after a game or a practice. No shower. Yeah, because at the, at yeah. that point, it's then you don't want to lose. <laughs> then there's something on the line, right? Yeah. Then you get, then you got something to play for. Yeah. So Just okay, soggy, here we're, here we're, soggy cookie races. Okay. <laughs> so uh, sweaty cookie races. Thank you very much. Sweaty, very um, sweaty. Uh, we're going to go into our bombing for Bedard segment, all, all our stuff about NHL talk. Um, here we are. And and listen, the people are right. I am a big locker room guy. I will set the races up. I will watch people, uh, make sure everything goes to plan, make sure everyone's playing by the rules. That's what I do. Um, but anyway, we're going to do our, our bombing for Bedard segment here. It's basically around around the NHL, and Kev's that guy for us. Kev, take it away. Yeah, this week's bombing for Bedard. Uh, my Blackhawks decided to win three in a row and six of their last oh, yeah. ten. and move dangerously close to being out of the bottom three. Uh, they have passed the, the mighty, mighty Columbus Blue Jackets, who are three, six, and one in their last 10. They're tied in points with the Ducks at 31. The Ducks are technically in last right now and in a great position to land the coveted prospect. Arizona, San Jose, and Vancouver are the next three and are still capable of getting their tank on to drop yeah, in are. the standings. Yes, so... Uh, still some room there, but uh, that's where we currently stand on bombing from Bedard. Speaking of Vancouver, some other NHL news that everyone's, of course, heard. The Canucks fired coach Bruce Boudreau after going 18-25-3 this season. Boudreau amassed a 50-40-13 and record uh, in 103 games with the Canucks. The, uh, the team hired Rick Tockett as their new head coach. The fans are fur- furious because uh, Bruce was a favorite. They even had oh, uh, not just the fans of the Canucks, like the like hockey fans in general. Right. Like they treated yeah. him like shit. For one. they treated him like shit, and that. So the, the the for those who don't know, the the Canucks brass has been criticized with how they handled the situation. The rumors had been swirling for months that they wanted to go in a different direction. Tockett's name came up at some point. Then it be, kind of became the worst kept secret in the NHL that they would be firing Boudreau in favor of Tockett, yeah. and they just strung him along for quite a while now. So, I mean, I think we can all agree that, that the way they handled it was a bunch of shit, but was the coaching change warranted based on the fact that they went, that they're currently 18, 25 and three. And also there were the, the big thing was that they felt like he wasn't, well, supposedly wasn't developing the young players at a fast enough rate. Well, listen, okay. One, uh, when you look at talk it and when you look them up online, it shows a picture, and he w- he wore one of the ugliest Jofa helmets known to man. So he obviously gets negative points from me for that. But, okay, so, oh, he's not developing the players. Like, Tockett was a coach of the the Arizona Coyotes, and maybe even when they were – Exactly I don't know. my point. I mean, but, they did greatness under Tockett. Yeah, and, and they, had nothing but, they had nothing but young good players. Who the fuck did he develop? Right. Yeah. And so yeah. what, what's the point? Like, and that, that's the whole problem with the, I mean, actually, you know, Arizona is going to get Bedard, just like they're going to get Matthews. I, it's a, this is written in stone. Like I'm, I it's actually written went, in stone now. Oh, I went to the future and I saw it and I'm coming back and I'm reporting this and you guys can be like, God damn that Nick. And when, yeah. when it happens, when it happens, I, I, to that, we're like, okay. I, have a, uh-huh. I have a clip and it says Nick Stradamus has spoken and we're going to play that when it happens. Right. Okay. But at the end of the day, like what, what's the deal with the old boys club? Like why keep, these coaches that were not sick, I'm literally looking right. at his, I'm looking at his shit for 2008, Tampa Bay out of the playoffs, 2009, Tampa Bay out of the fucking playoffs, uh, Arizona Coyotes, uh, 2017. He was an assistant with the Penguins between that. Then he's head coach at the Coyotes out of the playoffs, uh, head coach for the Coyotes out of the playoffs, uh, yeah. head coach for the Coyotes. Oh, they lost the first round. Uh, he took him to the playoffs like for the first time in years. Yeah. He literally yeah, has a no. winning percentage. He, he literally has a winning percentage of like 450. Right. Mm-hmm. 
that's what power they, I don't understand. It's like, what why are they do doing? Somebody that's loved by so many, not just the fans, but right. Your players, like that's the players. Yeah. Brindamore the players are like all, they're all beating themselves up because they feel like they let them down. Right. Like Rod yeah. Brindamore gets voted what the all-star coach because his players love him and they want to play for him. And like, as a coach, mm-hmm. like you want your players to want to play for you. And they have that with Vancouver and they dish yeah. him after a year and put him in like, okay, look, like my coyotes are my coyotes. And it's like, they're just like the lovable losers. Like the Cubs were for a hundred and something years. So like 108, like, just 108. Mm-hmm. So 200. Okay. Um, <laughs> so like, look, if your players want to play for the guy, it does take some time to develop. It takes some time for that camaraderie to hit. Yeah. But no, they're just like, meh, you didn't do well enough in like 20 days. Hey, you're out of here. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a weird thing, right? And it's and then you then you think, well, is there something that the media did? Because you look at like right. even like Daryl Sutter. Like Daryl Sutter has been in the news this week as well because the way he handled uh, Jacob Peltier or Jacob Peltier, I think it's Jacob Peltier, like the flame, the, the first player born in the 2000s to play for the Calgary Flames. Uh, and he came in and and they asked him how he did. And I, and I thought he played great for a fir- first time. Like he, he's been a point per game in the AHL for two years, only 21 years old. And Sutter did typical Sutter shit where he's like, oh, who? who? Oh, what's his number? 29? Oh, uh, he's got a long way to go. And people yeah, just Yeah, I saw that him. interview. Yeah. yeah. And people just ripped yeah. on Sutter for being a dick. And listen, Sutter's a dick to everybody. So I get it. And I probably wouldn't have handled it that way if I was a head coach. But I also get what he was doing in terms of he probably told the kid, you played great. I like it. And, and then he's taking the spotlight off him because he knows how bright the Canadian spotlight could be. So I get right. it. But the media has just taken it and just fucking blown, blown it up. Like it has been insane. And that's, I think that's a, a big problem with a lot of the media is that they, they, they create a narrative, whether it's right or wrong. And they push that narrative and the narrative isn't always right. The narrative is what will get the most people to go, Oh my God, you're right. And I've got to post about it online. The same way with Provo. We're going to talk about Provo, right? Same, same thing, I, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's well, with me- Boudreaux, though, I feel like I feel like there had to have been something else. I me know too. that he met he met with the GM a few times, and they did not – they weren't seeing eye to eye. And, you know, a lot of times – and I'm just speculating here. But, but a lot of times when that shit happens, it's the GM wants him to play certain people or move something around or bring up someone who's, who the coach feels isn't ready. And – the coach is like, I'm not fucking playing him. You know, he's not ready to play or he's not, he's not the right guy for this line or whatever. And I, I think that may, I don't know anything about the GM, but maybe he's, you know, he didn't like being told no, you know, right. I, clearly uh, they I mean, were not on the same page though. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that could be the yeah. uh, money, but I think that, that could, there are a lot of GMs that should just be the coach too, because right? they, they want to play the coach, but it, it is what it is. But, and, and that's a problem. Well, that is a big problem. Priority. It is. Well, yeah, exactly. So, but anyway, yeah, they did, they did, they did old, old Bruce dirty and you know, it's, it's not right, but yeah. um, not really much else we can say about that. Uh, yeah. It's a time. bummer. He'll probably, I'm sure he'll get other offers. He's a great coach. He's been a lot in the league a long time, but uh, you, you alluded to it before. Finally, we'll, uh, we're going to discuss something else. Unless you spent the last week living in a remote cave, you know about the Ivan Provorov drama, but for all you cave dwellers out there, the, the Philly D man opted not to participate in the Flyers Pride Night, where the team wore Pride Night themed jerseys during warmups as the organization celebrated and supported the LGBTQ community with its annual initiative. Provorov opted to skip warmups because he is Russian Orthodox and he cited his religious beliefs as the reason for not participating. Obviously, this has caused quite the stir. Many in the uh, many supporters of the LGBTQ plus community feel his decision to take this stand goes against basic human rights. Some felt he should even be scratched from the game, fined or suspended. 
and those who are religious and many on the right applaud the decision. His uh, jersey uh, sold out in the past week. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but you actually no, can't get not. you can't get one of his jerseys right now. So it's a polarizing <laughs> story. But uh, you know what? What say you guys? Let's um, start with Jess because we know Nick's going to talk for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nick's just like yeah, yeah, pretty much. Why well, start like, a show? I know it's a career, right? It's a job. But like, if I were to go to my job and my job was like, hey, you need to like preach these beliefs on our behalf and you've got a religion. And I was like, hey, like my religion is X, Y, and Z. They'd be like, okay, you do you. Like if you need to sit this one out, you do you. And like, I think most of us, and like I work for a family owned company, like I'm not public, like we're not publicly traded by any means, but even like a bigger company would probably be the same way. Like if it's your religious beliefs, like if you want to sit out, you can do that. And I think they made the right decision that was like, okay, well, like if you don't want to participate in any of this and like do what you got to do. And he set out, it's not like he went to the warmups and like wore a different jer- Jersey and made it obvious to everyone else. Like he one with a big cross on it or something. Yeah. Like he just like casually set out and you wouldn't really know unless you're and like, you're new. Oh, sorry. My microphone here. you're like looking at the players and you're like, okay, like, Oh, you know, he's not here today. So like at the end of the day, we all have jobs, right? And we all are going to have our own beliefs and like religions and whatnot. And so it's not like, yeah, I think it was a fair, a fair play. I think you're entitled to believe what you're going to believe. And it's not like he made a big stink about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like my own personal beliefs are my own personal beliefs. I'm not going to bring them up here because like, I don't want to polarize anyone, but like, I don't think he really did. It just was obvious because he's a public figure. Yeah. Okay. There are there are a, a number a number of, of points to hit on. I'm I'm reading I'm kind of reading through the comments and uh, one Karen says it, it's not really preaching beliefs though. It's wearing rainbow colors to signal inclusion to others. <laughs> if they ask him to suck D at center ice, I'd agree he can decline for his beliefs. Um, Unless one, it's in his contract. Yeah. Well, if you sign a contract saying you're sucking D. Uh, at center, yeah, then center you, ice, you, then it, right? um, you signed uh, it for, for me. Uh, listen, I, I, I can, I, I see both sides here. And this is another thing about having a pot. You have to be careful uh, how you approach this because you, you don't want anything to be taken in a different. And, and let me go and say, I like, I support equality for, for everybody. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care who you are, what you are, who you do, who you, who you believe. I don't, I, if you're a good human being, you're, you're cool. Right. That's all. That's all yeah. I want. Um, and, and I can see on the side of the, the, uh, you know, the people that, that are offended here is that it, it isn't about pressing being gay or, or, or that on, onto anyone it, it's preaching. Hey, it, it doesn't matter if you're gay, you're still included here. It's a quality. It, it, it's Absolutely. It's a quality. And, and, that, and that's what it's, and that's what it's preaching. And it's where, where this to show, Hey, we just want everyone to be equal. And yeah. so when he opted out of that, people people are upset. But on the other side, um, I, I'm a, I'm a live and let live guy. I don't care what you do as long as you're a good person and you don't negatively impact someone else, cause physical harm or, or, or whatever. Right. And I'm not, you know, people didn't want to get the vaccine. Didn't care. I got the vaccine cause I wanted it, but I believe if you, if it's your choice, you should have a right to live in that choice and mm-hmm. be free from any kind of persecution from, from making that choice. And so I can see it from, from Provorov's side is that, Hey, this is, this is what he believes and he believes in it. You know, 
to, to the effect that he thought that this was a, a good move. And, and he wasn't hurting anybody in like, he wasn't going out and, you know, preaching anti-gay and, and all that stuff. He just said, I, I don't want to take part. I, it's not what I like. So, so I, I understand both sides. I don't, I don't understand where wearing a rainbow Jersey uh, would go against your religion. But again, I, I don't know what religion he is. Russian Orthodox. Uh, I, okay. I still don't know what that, what those beliefs are, you know, but I don't either. You know, I didn't deep dive that one. Yeah. So, so, so for me, it's just, it, it, he's not hurting anybody. It's just like the people that were kneeling for the anthem, which Torch did have mm-hmm. a problem with. Like Torch was went off, went See, off the board. I heard and somebody I, else compare those, Nick, and I don't, I don't think they're the same. And, and yeah. the reason is, is because one of them is a peaceful protest. It is a peaceful protest against police brutality, against racism and all that. Another one is essentially not recognizing someone as being a group of people as being equal. Now, again, I I'm with you, you Nick, I, I, it's very, I can see both sides to this. I mean, he didn't come out in a, in some sort of like fucking ridiculous Jersey. He didn't spread hate. He didn't say anything until, I I mean, I don't even know. I, I think he said something at the very, after the game that was very, very diplomatic was not, you know, aggressive or trying to start shit or anything like that. But, you know, at the same time, I don't think you can compare it because he's not necessarily, you know, he's not, he's not standing up for someone's rights by doing that. In my mind, I get religious freedom. I understand Mm -hmm. that me personally, anyone who listens to my other podcast knows I am very much not religious and I don't like it being used. I'd rather have dialogue based in facts and stuff that's in front of you rather than religion. But, you know, it's his prerogative to have those feelings. But I mean, he could have worn the jersey and I don't think God would have got, you know, smited him or anything like that. I think the hard part is, is like you say, based in facts. And I'm also um, on that same level. Like, I believe there is a higher being, but I don't believe that if I'm not a a Christian or I don't believe that I'm going to go to hell. But, you know, but to, to these people, those are their facts. And, and I, I know that's weird to say to people that don't believe it, but there yeah, are people it. that believe that, you know, uh, believe that kind of stuff wholeheartedly. And for me, it's, right. I don't we care don't what you believe, things. as long as you're a good person and you don't affect other people negatively, like you don't cause bodily harm, you're, you're free to do what you do. Like you have a choice and then you, then you, then you live within that choice. Uh, as long as you're not telling me, I have to believe in your yeah. choice because of this, because if mm-hmm. you want choice, you have to give everyone else choice. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, my, me and my family, we've got conversations around this every time, every holiday we get together. Absolutely. It's like, you want to try to be like the golden rule, right? Like treat others as you want to be treated. Yep. And I, I think, and like I said, do I, do I agree that he set out? No, I agree in equality. And I agree that it wasn't about a religious attack on trying to force, mm-hmm. you know, their lifestyles on other people. It was a, Hey, we're trying to include everybody. And this is, this is the outward way we do that. And so, uh, but I also don't, I don't agree with all the hate he's getting because he chose in a diplomatic way. Yeah. He chose to, he chose to carry on his beliefs. That's what he believes in. So I agree. I don't think that I don't yeah. agree with the hate either. I, I don't think he yeah. did anything worthy of, of getting shit on by any means. Yeah. I think that's what we're all discussing here is like, did he do it in diplomatic way? And like, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think we both did. Okay. He didn't that's try to like, you know, yeah. Yeah, we're boring, we're bar- we're boring Carlo and we want to make Carlo, sure that Carlo, Carlo going, sticks around, you know, yeah, and Carlo yeah. is going to sleep and he's a Chicago guy. Uh, like, Oh, the, yeah, he, he didn't speak up Sorry, and defend Carlo. the black. I'm in, 
Napa, I'm in Napa Carolina Bay. right now. I'm a month later than you are. You can stay awake with me. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, so that's, uh, that's bombing for Bedard. Uh, uh, anything else around the NHL that you want to. Nope. You wanna that was it. Okay. So we, we, we've covered 60 year olds getting offended at boobies. Uh, we've covered, uh, Holy uh, shit. Another, like Zurich. another, another Nick coming in and telling us about ass cookies. Yeah. We've covered, uh, all the stuff going on in the NHL. Uh, let, let's just cover drafts real quick. We got draft coming up Savannah. It's going to be a sold out six. It's going to be fucking wild. I'm ready to be a wild boy at Savannah. It's going to be insane. I'm ready for it. And then we got a lot of tournaments coming up. So you guys just go check us out all our tournaments. Last time we didn't do our, our F Mary kill alternative fight liney cut. Mm. When we mm-hmm. talked about that. And I, I yep. think it's important that we did it. So I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I mean, the people we chose last time are pretty asinine, but we're going to do it anyway. Okay. Um, we're we're going <laughs> to, uh, Queen Elizabeth, mm-hmm. uh, Barbara Walters, mm-hmm. and who is the third person? Lisa Marie Presley, because they just uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's it's almost like our it's almost like fuck Mary kill, but it's fight Lanny cut because we're hockey and we're trying to be fucking classy. So Kevin, yeah, and Jess, fight Lanny cut, Queen Elizabeth, Lisa Marie, Barbara Walters. I, uh, if I may, Jess, I, I am going to cut Lisa Marie Presley. I just don't feel like she's going to, uh, I don't think she's, she's going to make the team. You know, I don't think she's, I don't think she's got the skills. She doesn't seem very athletic. So you're killing okay. Yeah. I, I am. Oh yeah. Well cut, right. Is it kill or cut? Well, I mean, we're trying to be cut. <laughs> I, mean, I thought it was cutting her. I don't know. It's well, it's kill. So it's fine. That's true. Um, I would say I'm going to, I'm going to play on a line with Queen Elizabeth because I mean, fuck. Queen Elizabeth, you know, I mean, how can you not, you know, how can you not play with her? She's, she's going to dominate out there. And by default, I'm fighting Barbara Walters. I mean, I, I honestly didn't have a problem with Babs, but, uh, uh, you know, I mean, she's, she's gotta, she's gotta fight me. She could beat me, but she's gotta fight me. Yeah. Um, Jess? Can we, can we answer, can we yeah. answer the trivia question? Uh, the four people that Lisa Marie was married to Michael Jackson was one. Uh, Nick Cage was, I was one. gonna say Nick Cage was one, right? Uh, yeah. The Keo guy who is the fourth. The keto guy? Key, no, Keo. K-E-O-U-G-H. Oh. There was one more. But I know there was Nick Cage and Michael Jackson. That's all that really fucking matters. She was married to four. So, Lockwood. Lockwood? Okay. Anyway, go ahead. I was just. I don't think I, so either, Carolyn. So, yeah. kill, line, and cut? Yeah, or fuck, marry, kill. Whatever. Fuck, marry, kill. Um, no, no, it's fight. It's fight. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. And liney. You know, yeah. like, we're not yeah, killing yeah. people. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um fight. Uh Queen Elizabeth. Ooh. That'd just be a rousing good time. She's mm-hmm. gone through a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh Lionel Lisa Marie Presley, that's a lot of like emotional, mental baggage. Like And but that's what you're here for. Like you guys would really fucking hit it yeah. off, I think. Yeah, I think so. absolutely. Like that, that sounds like a good I think time. You guys can tell some stories about your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, as I compose myself. Hey, uh, hey, I'll do it for you, Kyle. Uh, and, uh, Marilyn, what's Kyle the says canes are the best. Uh, fight, fight, uh, fight, Lanny Cut. Fight, Lanny Cut. cut. Um, yeah, Barbara Walters. Like she's she's too much of a person of the man. Like they tell her what, like they don't tell her what to say, but like she's being paid for do, do her job. And that's all we've seen her do. Like, I don't really think she's got it in her to like be her own person. Okay. Although right. she's been badass on camera. Not going to lie, sure. but they've all yeah. been badass. 
Okay, for me, I'm going to have to line Elisa Marie Presley because I'm a huge Elvis fan. I know everything there is to know about Elvis. And uh, I can't really, yeah, I, I love Elvis. I, I, I've been a fan since I was born. I mean, he was, he was, he's died five years before I was born, but my grandmother, huge Elvis fan. And she just got me, she got me hooked. I remember crying. I remember like I was like seven years old and we're watching Elvis on tour and she's fucking crying. I'm like grandma, what the fuck's wrong grandma? It's like, Oh, he just, yeah, it's Elvis. And I can't, you know, he changed the world and you know, before him, everything was so boring and bland. And then Elvis came and, Oh, the sex. And I'm like, Oh, grandma, I'm seven. And, um, <laughs> she's like, no, he, he fucked me good. No. She, and so she told me all, all this. So I just became a huge fan and just, uh, I've, I've loved him ever since. And, uh, so Lisa Marie, that's a sad, sad story, but, uh, I'm definitely going to have to liney, uh, old Lisa Marie. I think I would also fight, uh, queen Elizabeth because she seemed like the frailest one, the easiest fight really, you know, uh, other, other than, other than, if she's still alive, she also has all that security detail right. with her because she's the queen. Um, but I think she talks mad game. Yeah, I, I still, I still think I could, I, I could, I could go. I think I could whip her one. Like if she was what 90, 90 and some change. Ninety. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. She was old. So this I, is this is you're talking about the day they died. This is, is well, like I didn't give any rules, but if I'm going to fight, you her, didn't. And if she's a frail old lady, I'm winning that like a motherfucker. I, that's just the way it's going to be, right? And no offense, I live in Canada. Uh, God save the queen or God, whatever they fucking say uh, to the royalty. Uh, but God save them. Um, and God bless the BLPA. Uh, Nick so I, guess, <laughs> I, guess, I guess for me, uh, then I'm, I'm cutting Barbara Walters. I don't know all that much about her other than she's an interviewer. So fuck her, basically. Um, there you go. That's basically it. That's fight line cut. Uh, next week, Jess is going to come up with the fight line cut. I just made that decision in my brain. So okay. come up with a good fight line cut and uh, come play in our tournaments. We love you. I hope you guys liked yeah. uh, you, you liked Boston, Nick. Uh, I, I'm Nikki Kamish. He's Nikki Boston. So it works out. Uh, we'll see if we can get more Nicks on this show. Like we get a fucking mm-hmm. show of Nick. Sorry, Jess and Kev. If I can get five Nicks on here. I'll go change my name tomorrow. Is. Perfect. I like how dedicated I am. I, I like that. I like that. All right, guys. Well, that that's it for us tonight. Join us again next Tuesday. We'll be ripping it up. We'll we will not offend sixty year old people, and we'll just uh, we'll do the damn thing. So, uh, anything to add before we leave? I'm Love you, Kyle. Boy. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Kev loves Kyle. Yeah. Follow Jess um, at, at my ass is like your head. this week, so I'll let you guys know how it feels next week. And- oh yeah, we forgot. We forgot to talk about you injecting your ass with things. Ugh. Yeah. What a missed opportunity. You know what? What a great, what a great teaser for next week. Next week. It's let's, so let's... bruised right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bo was like, can I smack that? And I was like, please don't. Yep. <laughs> well, hey, tune in next week where we talk about injecting things into our asses with Jess. All right. Voluntarily. And, voluntarily. But with consent, because that's what we're all about. Always. Uh, you can find me at uh, Nicker Jones uh, over on Twitter. Come cut it up with us, the BLPA. Uh, give us some feedback. Good or bad, we'll, we'll we'll shit talk you. We'll get in a tweef with you. We don't care. We'll tweef your ass up. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, until yeah. then, guys, Sounds dirty. Uh, be good or be good at it.